All right. Welcome back to another episode of Bitfinex Talks. I'm your host, Ricardo Martinez. Today, I have a very special guest with me, uh, my friend Paco de la India. Paco is a Bitcoin evangelist who has traveled to a lot of different countries uh, running in each city for his project, Run With Bitcoin. Paco, how are you today? Hey, hi. Good morning. Thank you so much for inviting me, man. Everything good? Hello from Nashville. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for accepting the interview and coming on the show, man. Which countries have you recently traveled to in the past few months? I think so. After the Miami conference, I got to do a little bit of the Caribbean islands. So I started from Cuba, moved over into Jamaica, Haiti, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Trinidad and Tobago. And wow. after that, I did Suriname, Panama, Nicaragua, Honduras and yep costa rica yeah cool so kind of a latin american and caribbean tour yes 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 so i wanted to say i wanted to see how how the money is being used and most of these countries are cash on the economies so what do, what have you uh seen as far as like bitcoin adoption goes i would say that we are very early man anybody who is saying that we're gonna have bitcoin adoption in five years is living in a bubble and he just wants to invest our money it's going okay. to take at least 20 years uh, because still cash cash economy it is still cash economy you go to jamaica you go to cuba you go to i would say the only country that is using a cbdc is cuba they have something called an mlc so if you send 100 dollars you get 100 mlc coins that 100 mlc coins can be used in mlc stores okay the, you don't and get is that like a digital currency that they're using mlc yes. yep. or is there like also physical mlc nope only digital so that's the only country that has like possibility to do it just thanks to their government. You can have a lot of control and you can make it possible. But the average man's salary is 25 to $50 per month. What can they do? They cannot even escape from there. But that's the only yeah. country that I saw is digitalized with that. And uh, But every other country that is claiming that we're going to have the CBDC is way far off because they are still cash-rich economies and they prefer cash. Be it the any Caribbean islands, thanks to the tourism, the cruise tourism that goes in there, or for that matter, Nicaragua or Honduras, because they have a lot of ex their own people living abroad, just like El Salvador, the remittance money. And so there's still cash, cash only preferences. And still Bitcoin is viewed, viewed as a scam, as a get rich quick scheme. But one of the greatest things I would like to share this with you, since this is Bitfinex and you would love it. There is not Bitcoin adoption. There is USDT adoption around the world. I've seen that in now 38 countries. People prefer USDT than Bitcoin. One, because most majorly people are P2P traders. So with the volatility, USDT gives you that stability. And USDT is the most preferred anywhere I've seen. Like people would, if they're buying something or sending someone anything across for any trade, that is USDT. And yes, the ones who are rich enough, they like to save their money in Bitcoin. That's fascinating. Let's talk a little bit more about this tether adoption. Uh, people are using it. How? Like, how have you seen them using it? Like, just. I would say, I would say it's it's majorly just for that uh, sending money between each other. There's a strong P2P community in most of the countries around the world. It is just a man exercising his option of sending money across a different reel of channel. Like generally, we use our money through the banks. But the banks are closed on a Friday to Sunday, and then they charge you an exorbitant amount of fees. But with USDT, if you're using it on a Tron network, you're paying just like a dollar or two dollars as a fee, and the money is gone instantly. So most of the people who are abroad are sending their money to their loved ones using Tether. 
This is what I have seen. And that is all across Africa. I was in 18 African countries. Yes, Bitcoin is good. Bitcoin is great. But when I started my journey, Bitcoin was $60,000 and it went down to $16,000. Only if I would have converted all my Bitcoin to Tether, I would have had a good stability. But no, since my journey was with Bitcoin, because Bitcoin has a very stronger message to share. And Tether is what is being used. That's what I would say. Okay. Wow. What was the most uh, su surprising thing that you've seen, like as far as Bitcoin is concerned? Like, have you seen anything that you didn't expect, or, or like people using Bitcoin in creative ways, like, or is it just I, all tether? I would, I would, I would say, like for me, it was like a couple of personal experiences that came through. I was in Congo. I wanted to convert my hundred dollar bill, and the guy said, "No, I will not accept your hundred dollar bill." I asked why. He's like, uh, it's printed in 2009. And I was like, Jesus, Lord, my money gets expired now, I see. So I, I understood the importance of Bitcoin back then. And I was stopped again at the borders of South Sudan. For that matter, Fort Lauderdale. I crossed into Fort Lauderdale into uh, reaching for the Miami conference. Uh, the guy asked, what do I do? I say, I make videos on Bitcoin. He's like, how much Bitcoin do you have in your wallet? <laughs> and God had like 10 different wallets. So I just showed him one wallet because you can carry away with like any amount of Bitcoin in your wallet. I saw Bitcoin is the change. Bitcoin is the soul. Bitcoin is the reason we have all these 25,000 other crypto coins. Um, there is stable sats, but as we speak, stable sats are just being used on the Blink wallet. That's a Bitcoin Beach wallet, which is bringing more adoption into El Salvador. So I see that as a positivity. Uh, still, but because I would say out of 7 billion people, 5 million people use it. We are very early in this entire scheme. And thanks to the stability of Tether, people appreciate Tether a lot. That is something that I've seen. I would say, yes, people love Bitcoin. People understand the freedom aspect. Like, yes, I'm a liberal. I am a freedom activist. I want some money that cannot be controlled by anyone. That's what Bitcoin is. That's what Bitcoin will ever be. And as we are moving forward, we are seeing a lot of adoption thanks to the Lightning Network. But as you know, many Bitcoiners don't do that. I would give you an example. I was in Honduras, Roatan. Uh, they have a free city called Prospera. We have a Bitcoin uh, club down there. About 25 people came down for the Bitcoin meetup. Only 10 people used Bitcoin. Everybody else used their fiat. So we are still early. People understand it. But we are very early in this process. And it's a game of a rich people. Anybody who's listening to it, thinking like, yes, I want to change the world. Yes, if you have money in your pocket, your stomach is full, then you have a lot of time to change the world. And this is what I've seen is a game of a rich. The money doesn't trickle down to the common man. Yes, we want it to trickle down, but it's, it's a process. It's a generation. It's just not education. People don't even know how to do maths. We are busy using our smartphones more than talking to our friend you can see that on a dinner table when you sit people are more on their phones we are living in a digital world and it makes sense to use digital money and yeah it's a process and i am i'm part of the process like i would love to say like yes if it's 20 years i would love to be part of the process how many countries in total have you had the opportunity to travel to i was able to travel to 38 countries the goal is 40 another two to go that's going to be peru and guatemala of all the 38 countries there's only one country i couldn't use bitcoin that was haiti 
Okay. And what happened in Haiti? Why why weren't you able to use Bitcoin? One, I don't speak the French language or the Creole because on the Caribbean they speak the Creole. And second, on the first night of my stay in there in Porto Prince, I heard gunshots. So there was fear. Okay. And, uh, on the second night, uh, then I moved over into the other place and I couldn't speak. So I just let it go. I just was like, I tried to reach out to the communities, try to find people, but there's a lot of fear in the country because the gangs have taken over. They had killed their president. So there was a lot of fear. So I just walked away and moved over into Dominican Republic and then beautiful. It was magical from there. Wow. It was the best. It was one of the countries where they had OTC desks. Bitcoin ATMs, a lot of expats using Bitcoin. And so it was really easy for me there, just on the other side of the mountains. I'm glad you were able to make it out of there safely. That sounds like it was uh, quite the experience there. We need safety, uh, brother. I think so. I would just add here, like, any if you want to use Bitcoin, you need to feel safe. If you don't feel safe, where, where can you use? Safety is one of the most important pillars of using Bitcoin. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's a crazy experience, man. What country would you say you've seen Bitcoin or crypto have the most impact? Impact? Wow. I think so. El Salvador has been a great pace setter for people. Thanks to El Salvador, there is a trickle-down effect in Guatemala. They have Bitcoin Lake, Costa Rica, Bitcoin Jungle. Uh, and if you fall down, Roatan in Honduras. Um, and if you go down, you have Brazil. There are three circular economies. As you can look, in your neighbors, Argentina. They still, they are going to dollarize, but they will not Bitcoinize, you see. Yeah. So that's what is happening. I would say Nigerians, there are 200 million people, but majorly the people who are using it are just crypto traders or P2P traders. South Africa for me was a big wake-up call because South Africa was the only circular economy that was using Bitcoin. That the slums was using Bitcoin. Like uh, these are the people who make an average sixty two hundred dollars per month. They were getting paid in Bitcoin and they were using Bitcoin between themselves for a haircut, or for food, or for a car wash. So that's what I saw in South Africa. That was really positive. Is that Bitcoin Akasi that you're referring to? Yep, Bitcoin Akasi. Okay, I had the chance to interview Herman a couple times. So nice. uh, yeah. Like, I would, I would just add here, like, most of the economies are, like, crowdfunded. You More for the more than crowdfunded is donation-based, right? But I came across yeah. one economy, the one you should you should get them on, you would like them. It's called Amity Age. They are from Roatan, Honduras. They are self-funded. They don't care about the money. They have this mining operation. From the mining operation, they make money. And then they use that same money to do education and all. And they have been doing this for the last one year in Honduras. And they're very wow. nice people. That's the only self-funded, self-sufficient, self-sovereign economy that they're trying to create. And I was there almost 65 businesses except Bitcoin on that small island. So we are very early, but yeah, that's that's a very positive lookout. Have you had a chance to visit uh, Bitcoin Jungle and yep. uh, Bitcoin yep. Lake in Guatemala? You have? Yeah. Uh, I did you... not do Lake. Lake. Lake is the last country. But Bitcoin Jungle, Lee has done a great job. Lee, uh, Hans, and what's the other guy? Richard. Yeah, these three guys. And Govinda also now. They're like, these guys have gone and these guys have made a great economy. And slowly and gradually, they're, they're going to have a Bitcoin Freedom Festival on January 20th or 27th. I'm not sure of the date, but next year they're having like this again in Costa Rica. So tourism has grown. People have started moving towards Costa Rica because of this. And I would say Costa Rica is more like a crypto country. 
they are more crypto friendly there is having a lot of crypto people down there so yeah that's a very nice country if you're looking for somebody to somewhere to move i think that country is very friendly what country would you say is the least bitcoin friendly least bitcoin friendly this i would have said cuba and nicaragua but their country laws are so chill they're like if you like crypto do it you're on your own but <laughs> i would say i would say the most uh, the least friendly oh my god i would like central Af africa i don't know no, africa you can put it out there man i think so everybody is going digitalized because everybody is using their phone i wouldn't say any but everybody has their like trinidad and tobago are open for it jamdex coin comes from jamaica puerto rico has all the rich millionaires and billionaires who have made their money in crypto move there so there are adopters there but no adoption i think so every country is using it but i think so africa when people are hoping that africa would bring the change it's going to take 20 years in these the, because an average man's salary is 60 to 100 a month you can't bring a change in 60 dollars per month if you don't have money what do you do you have to feed your four children and all um in this part zimbabwe was the one country that is anti-crypto that's the that's one country i would say zimbabwe is zimbabwe. the country that suffered that suffered in 2008 they went down to 100 trillion dollars and then they went to dollarize their country for eight years then 2016 they came back with their own currency you wouldn't believe brother when i was there last year july one dollar was 500 zimbabwe dollars okay one usd to 500 today we are at like some 13 14000 it's ridiculous in a year uh, South yeah. Sudan was the same country. South Sudan is the youngest country in this world. They got their independence in 2011, just 12 years ago. They are one South Sudanese pound was three US dollars. That's strong. They were oil rich. And last year when I was there, one South Sudanese pound, no, sorry, one dollar is 700 South Sudanese pound. How can wow. a man dream? How can a person dream when your money is losing value? So African countries are such that there is still the power of who has money and who has guns. As you can see, a lot of it is happening over the last two months with Burkina Faso coming through and all, and a lot of coups have started happening because there were all like 14 African countries used the CEFA, CFA, printed by the French government till date. And one thing, one of the positive things, I think so people don't see that as a positivity, but that price has stayed stable. Their CFA was fixed. That same one is to 500 or 600. It stayed stable. But as you look for the other countries, Zimbabwe, they removed four zeros. Mozambique removed four zeros. Ghana removed zeros. Zambia, all of these countries have lost their values. They went from $1 for 10,000 and they started devaluing. Every, every African has lost 99% of their wealth like that. So yes, it is a positive thing. But as we dig in deeper, everything that's beautiful, has dirty deep secrets and that's what we figured out in the african countries and as you can see things are changing now and they are like opening the borders up not just to france but for the world that's super interesting uh has that hyperinflation that you've seen like throughout the region like spurred people to to protect their wealth like by using crypto no they would just go buy food for the day because it's the time preference is so low when i remember i went for my morning run in zimbabwe one day i went we bought a loaf of bread for one dollar five cents next morning i went for a run i said i'll buy the bread it was one dollar ten cents 
when wow. your money is just losing value you just go buy food because you have a family to feed crypto is not even a solution for people it's just it's just who has access to it it's the information we are talking in english bitcoin was written in english all the information comes in english by the time the information is converted into your regional languages it's gone because there are emotions involved there are over 2000 languages in nigeria alone that's 200 million people you're talking a 1.5 billion population of africa with over 5 to 6000 languages and people don't care i think so there are some places that they don't care they are living in the bush they are happy they eat the same breakfast lunch dinner they have no problem crypto doesn't bring any change machakura you look at machakura they say yes we have been doing uh, sms based uh, bitcoin transactions using lightning network now they enabled uh, uh, what do you call or uh, via whatsapp same thing with strike they said we have we are global what is global for you when you have 200000 people using it that's not global that's just you saying like yes we are going global how many people in usa use them 20000 people use them it's just like is these are the numbers that i hear and i may be mistaken with the numbers but there are not more that there are two to five million people using lightning network five million people start using lightning network i think lightning network will have an attack it would it would taste it it sounds good we can process millions of transactions per second but try let's try yeah i mean i've had i run my own node for lightning yeah. and i've had issues with routing and stuff like that for payments you basically have to connect to a very large very well funded node you're we on the same part i i like it i call bitcoin as a government job if you're in here for 2 years please don't come come here for 20 years no it's it's nice to get uh you know your view from on the ground from so many different places you know like i i feel like your prediction of 20 years is probably on point cuz i don't see hyper bitcoinization happening overnight either so wow that's just really really interesting uh that you've had the opportunity to have so many varied experiences and kind of interact with so many different people around the world man so what's your biggest takeaway i guess from traveling to 38 different countries i i got to host 109 bitcoin meetups in these different countries got to meet community on the ground and i understood one thing that if you are not humble bitcoin will make you humble it will bring you down it will show you what's the ground that you will have a grounded approach the eyes i traveled the world 2015 i used to travel like a hippie i traveled like a hippie and uh, for four years i was a good happy hippie i was going with the flow but traveling with bitcoin i realized it's all about proof of work this is why this great country united states of america was found because of proof of work this is why we say old money is so strong because the old money worked we humans have started using less we have not started using we have started working less it's moved towards proof of stake and we are becoming more smarter thanks to our smartphones but our efforts are getting less and less and less the technology is the reason that we are advancing now at such a strong state if technology is the reason it just makes sense to use a digital money i have come to that understanding and let people suffer you can save the world you can bring a change into this world that is by bringing your own children you can bring a change into this world by dedicating your time to it but trying to go out and trying to go like yes i am the savior is not the right way it's from you who starts the change 
So I understand and I appreciate everybody who's contributing their time to Bitcoin. Everybody deserves the Bitcoin at the price they deserve. So stay humble, stack sats and bring the change in your people. You, to start a circular economy, you do not need 500,000 people. You need your 50 people. You have your own 50 people who believe in Bitcoin. That's enough. You can move money between yourself. So you, your father, your butcher or your milkman or anything, that's more than enough for it. You're trying to get the bigger level, the bigger level, the nation state adoption. That's a process. Can you imagine how strong it is? And USA ain't going anywhere. USA is still a strong country for the next 30, 50 years. It's not going anywhere. Because what happens is, brother, I'm 34. And if I go on into this, this mindset that in the next 30 years, the world is going to die, everything is going to go to rubbish, I will become 65 and I will die. So why should I go through so much pain of feeling of for everyone? I should take a little chill, stay humble, stack sats, contribute to the ecosystem. That's my, that's my plan forward. Like I'm going to finish my journey in practically two months from now. And I'm going to look for a job. And I'm going to share what I've learned. I've learned about humanity so much. The biggest resource in this world is human resource. And that's the least we use because now we do not even express our emotions thanks to WhatsApp. So I would, I would just advise to people like stay humble, stack, learn and bring the change between your own 50 people. That's enough. I'm so happy I got to interview you at the beginning of your journey when I was at Bit Refill. And uh, yes. now, now I guess at the end of your journey, man. Congratulations on, on, you know, almost reaching your goal. I know you're going to reach your goal in the next month or so. Yeah, no, that's super cool, man. That's really incredible that you were able to, to pull it off and actually travel to 40 different countries uh, on crypto, on Bitcoin. That's amazing to me. How, how difficult was it to use Bitcoin to like pay for your, your, your lodging and food and stuff like that? I, uh, when I started the first hundred days, it was really fun because India, because of the community, the community was very receptive. India, UAE, Thailand, Cambodia, Singapore, Sri Lanka. I think so I would be 95% on Bitcoin because I used to find people. But as I moved to Africa, it became a challenge and I was only able to find five to six places every country. Yeah, It was a really challenging thing, but it was all possible because most of the Bitcoiners received me in their home. So it really helped me to cover that. And for me, I used to stay in hostels. I did not have a strong funding. Given that I was able to do five out of 10 people said yes to Bitcoin. So it was really nice because people liked the journey, the story like, hey, I'm traveling using Bitcoin. Would you like to learn about it? And I was able to contribute and share the knowledge. I was able to book my flights, hotels, uh, flights uh, with uh, traveler.com or cheaper.com or future.travel. I was able to do that. Bitrefill was a great supporter. I used Bitrefill almost in every country I've used. I think so. I'm the only guy who would have used Bitcoin. They have their services in most of the countries. Uh, Bitrefill, I got SIM cards. Now they have the eSIM feature that I really enjoyed. I was able to do a P2P trade in every country. So if, if, if there is an apocalypse, if there is a solar flare, if the world is crashing, your Bitcoin is still alive because there are people like you and me uh, who are running a node everywhere around the world. We are very early. And we are still in a process as we move forward. But it is still possible to use Bitcoin. Your money is safe. That's what I would advise to people would be like, you're safe and ask. You may be surprised 
that your random Uber driver would be ready to accept Bitcoin too. So it's still <laughs> early, but it's possible. Nice, nice. That's that's pretty amazing that you were able to do it, man. How long how long have you been traveling for? Because like that was a I, long time ago when I was at BitRefill and I interviewed that you. That was like over a year ago. Seventeenth. I really thank BitRefill, man. BitRefill has been supporting me this this the second leg of the journey. Uh, that has been beautiful. I think so. My crowdfunding dried out over the last three four months, but thanks to BitRefill. Bitcoin for India and Bitcoin Beach for their support. I was able to do this. Um, I started the journey in September 17th, 2021. And now we are, and this is it. The 39th country is on September 17th. And this is wow. it. I could, I could take a break of one month in between. When I finished the first 22 countries, then I took a little break and then I started off again. And yeah, man, I, the message was very clear. Next time, if anybody talks, when I started the journey, there was, there were not content creators for Bitcoin, we had podcasts appreciated, but there were no content creators. And as the journey has gone forward, we have Bitcoin explorers. We have Jonah Kamoto coming through. We had the crypto couple come through. We have Max DiMarco. Now there are almost 13 to 15 new uh, documentaries that are going to be released on Bitcoin. And so that is beautiful. Like that is amazing. We have grown. And as I still say, the pie is just so small. We are just... Uh, I would say to everybody this, uh, this was asked to Albert Einstein on his deathbed. He, he, it was asked like, hey, Albert, you have achieved so much in this world. How do you feel? And Albert's reply was like, hey, I'm merely by the seashore playing with the pebbles. There's a vast ocean out there. So every Bitcoiner, we are just so small right now. There's a vast ocean out there for all of us to discover and share this knowledge. So you keep going, start anytime. The community is very receptive and very helpful. Yes, you call them the toxic maxis, but if they were not toxic, we would not have Bitcoin today. Thanks to the soft, the UASF happened in, back in 2017. Now we have the ordinals and now the BIP 300 thing. It's good to be a keyboard warrior on Twitter, having fun. But if you learn more and stay humble, you can bring more change. Paco, thank you so much for coming on the show. How can people follow the, the last two countries? Like where, where can they find you on social media? All right. Uh, I use three social medias. Uh, you can, if you use YouTube, it's Paco de la India. That's Paco from the India. Um, on Twitter, it's run with Bitcoin or X, whatever it is. And um, NPUB, if you want, and Paco on on Noster. So you can check me out down there. If you have any advice for me, please do reach out to me uh, and do share your blessings. And yeah, I'll be looking for a job in the next two months. So if you have anything, do let me know. And thank you. <laughs> well, thanks again, man.